0: This week on Buffy the Gilmore Slayer.
1: This might also be the time where we have to show them how different our bodies are.
0: We have different bodies, guys.
1: Hello, and welcome to Buffy the Gilmore Slayer.
0: I'm Brian Morris.
1: I'm Stacey Kulo. We're comedians. And a couple.
0: I've never seen Gilmore Girls, one of Stacey's favorite shows.
1: And I've never seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer, one of Brian's favorite shows.
0: So we're watching both shows together, all seven seasons, comparing them as we go.
1: And this week is our first ever Q&A episode. We'll be starting season six next week. This week, we're not discussing any episodes in particular, but we've asked our listeners to submit questions, and today we're going to answer them.
0: This is going to be a loopy episode, because neither of us got, like, any sleep last night.
1: Yeah, there's all kinds of factors. One, we just couldn't fall asleep. I don't know why.
0: Two, we had to get up early for the exterminator man to get rid of some of our roommates we don't want.
1: Yeah, there's, there's been a, a few roommates moving in lately. It happens from time to time. There were a bunch when we first moved into this place. Like, we signed a lease, came over here, and we're like, oh, hello. I didn't realize roommates lived here. But then we kind of dealt with it. No problems. Occasionally a one roommate'll show up.
0: He'll be like, is there space for rent? We'd be like, No. And he'd be like, Okay, cool, cool. And it'd be fine.
1: Then there was that whole like six months where the whole bathroom was an apartment.
0: Jesus Christ, guys. We we talked about that in the podcast, right?
1: I can't remember. I think that was pre-podcast.
0: Dude, our bathroom just got like covered in bugs. Like these little beetles. They're I forget what they're, they're called like carpenter beetles or something. They were and tiny
1: was, little like blackish brown bugs.
0: And there were so many. And we did everything. Like we sprayed like everything you could possibly do in there. It was like a super fun site. And they were still coming.
1: A super fun site? Super I don't know what you're saying.
0: That's like a uh, a term for like a toxic spill area.
1: I thought you meant like, is it like a water park? Like it was slippery?
0: <laughs> it was like a super, like people were coming over and like, let me play with the bugs and get high <laughs> off this raid.
1: I think they were like eating our cat's litter. And like, that's what was attracting them. I don't know. That's just a theory. We switched litters and it wasn't a problem.
0: Yeah, we were having like a, a flushable litter. We were like, this is genius. We can just flush his litter away. And I think it's also edible by these bugs.
1: There was also like a moth problem and we thought they were maybe related because we put out these like traps to either get the bugs or get like the two moths that we had, but then like more of each showed up because of those traps. It was a problem. We like had to go on vacation during this and we like put saran wrap around the bathroom so the problem wouldn't spread to the rest of our apartment. But the saran wrap like caved a little bit while we were gone. I don't think it spread too much, but it was just like a disaster when we got back. Yeah. There were probably, like, thousands of these little black bugs.
0: Yeah, no joke. And, like, it just didn't stop. But eventually it did. We used that... Di- we used
1: that... Or Yeah, maybe we have talked about this.
0: Yeah, and that, that cleared it up. Anyway, that's not a problem anymore. Cockroaches are, but yeah, so hopefully we had to after today they're gone.
1: Make sure we were awake to let that guy in. And I think yeah. that kept us up. Plus our cat doesn't know what time we wake up anymore, and he's always like, maybe now?
0: And then we had to babysit him. Anyway, long story short, <sighs> we're tired
1: it's a normal time today. It's 7 p.m., which is about noon for us. Yeah. We have a couple five-star reviews. Oh, really? Yeah. People like us. Nice. Thank you so much to Prophecy Girl 18 and Kelly J M from Ireland.
0: Oh, from Ireland.
1: Mm-hmm. We're global. Thanks. Um, do you want to just dive in to these questions? Let's do it. These you questions? guys have
0: questions. We've got answers. I don't know what these questions are yet. I'm excited to find out. What do you want to know?
1: Well, first, they want to know... Whose idea was it originally to start the podcast? I don't don't, know that it was either of our ideas in particular.
0: Yeah, I don't know. We brainstorm ideas all the time for different things. And I don't remember whose idea this was first.
1: We wanted to do a podcast, I think. So I think we often were like, that could be a podcast. Yeah. And we did want to watch these shows. And I think we had the idea to watch them together. Mm -hmm. Just because they are about the same length, they do have some similarities. They were sort of the same level of like nostalgia and fondness for each of us. Yeah. So I don't know. That just like became the idea. We had the idea for forever
0: to do it before we actually did it. Super long time, yeah.
1: Because I think we said we watched the pilots like back when we first lived together. Within the first couple of years we were dating, 2011 maybe.
0: We had a lot of fanciful ideas back then. Dude. We were like, let's move to New York. Let's get a cat. Here's seven cat names we're going to (laughs) use.
1: We did have a lot of cat names. We could talk about that later. There's some cat questions. I used to keep lists. We used to make little mini podcasts. Do you remember that? Yes. We'd have some kind of idea when we were just like drunk late at night or whatever. We would just like record on a phone. Yeah. Just an audio recording and we would like act like it was a podcast. We should release all those. I'm sure they're all totally fine to Uh, share with the public.
0: Sure. I'm sure they are.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We should check them out. They were funny, as I recall. Yeah. It was usually just like, we should remember this idea for later. Yeah. And then we never listen to them again. But I did write down some of our podcast ideas that we didn't do ever. Do you want to okay. hear some? I do. Um, I, Bad movies. We like bad movies. Like something neither of us have seen when we just like review them. That's okay. I mean,
0: that's you pretty good. We sort standard. of did that a bit with our YouTube.
1: Yeah. And we will do that again, probably. Yeah. Movies or shows one of us has never seen, so that's kind of what the podcast is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I have Gilmore Girls, Indiana Jones, etc. written down, because <laughs> <so> I haven't <laughs> seen Indiana Jones.
0: It's true. You still haven't seen them all.
1: Watch a trailer for a movie we know nothing about and summarize it. That's kind of what Charmed is. <laughs> yeah. Ghost stories. No. Ha- have a guest improvising no. a ghost story. or Brian oh, Improvise just- one? Yeah. Or Brian just tells me ghost stories, and I call him out on his bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, random episode of a TV show we're not familiar with and try to figure out the show. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Just watch a random episode
0: of whatever.
1: Randomly tweet at someone in response to one of their tweets. <laughs>
0: what? Is that, is that a podcast?
1: Could be a bit we do. <laughs> so know.
0: today we tweeted at.
1: <laughs> if you send us a board game, we'll review it and talk about it. I mean, that's
0: that's just fair. Send us a board game. We'll do it.
1: Brian sings a song he only kind of knows. Night Court? Question mark. What? That's a whole podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just Night Court, the show, or you just actual Night Court?
1: The whole podcast is you singing a song you only kind of know. Not true conspiracy theories. This is kind of the same idea where you just like make one up.
0: I like that one. Yeah.
1: Um. I, I just have in quotation marks. Wee white.
0: <laughs> we white. We white. What was that? What, is, what does that mean, boo? I mean, I don't it's know. true, we white, but like <laughs> what is there to say that anyone wants to hear about us being white?
1: It's in quotation marks. So, um, snuggle cast?
0: <laughs> snuggle cast?
1: Yeah, like a podcast, but we're snuggling.
0: okay. That sounds like Snuggle Storm, which a friend of ours, Pete Lee, has a podcast.
1: Yeah. Did he steal our idea? Yeah. And lastly, I just have in the bathtub question mark.
0: I feel like these ideas started to fall away <laughs> and get a little less uh, clear as we went.
1: Yeah, the earlier ones had like bullet points of how they would specifically go. Then it just became we Later, white. <laughs> we got to
0: start combining them to get anything like we white in a tub snuggling.
1: <laughs> well, if you want to hear any of those, let us know.
0: Yeah, some we will not be doing. <laughs> not doing a we white podcast.
1: To answer the question, I think we we thought of it together.
0: Yes, but um, I will say, uh, I'm sure all of you know this already, but Stacey's the one that's taken the point and making this actually happen. When the pandemic hit, Stacy was like, let's make this happen. She got the equipment. I mean, I helped her, but like she did all of the research on the stuff we needed and got everything set up for it. And she does 95% of the work on the podcast.
1: Thank you. I mean, that's a true thing, but that was nice of you to tell the people.
0: She's a bitch, though, in real life. Uh, (laughs) Super white. uh. Yeah, I
1: mean, I was like (laughs) directing comedy shows and waiting tables, both of which there was not a need for in March of 2020. So later that summer, we started on this project because we had a lot of time at home together and we're never leaving the house.
0: Yeah, and we didn't want to like talk to each other without uh, some sort of filter. A pop filter. A pop filter.
1: (laughs) That's what you put in front of the microphone to keep your peas from being loud, if you didn't know. Mine is still just a coat hanger with pantyhose. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I bought one off Craigslist, like an actual pop filter. Yours is...
1: <laughs> <laughs> you didn't buy that for the podcast. We just had that forever ago for some reason.
0: I bought it for the podcast. Did you? Yeah. Hmm. It's like one of the few things I've done for the podcast.
1: <laughs> was this for this podcast or for one of our potential ideas?
0: This was going to be for the the We Take a Bath podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's waterproof? Yeah yeah our setup is honestly kind of weird and janky, but it seems to work
0: well, I, we've said this before, but just because some somebody else has asked about this Stacy is in the bedroom now. this is what we've eventually come down to We used to be in the same room, but like the sound was awful. Stacy made like little sound boxes for the microphones, which helps a lot, but it still isn't perfect. so Stacy is in her bedroom well, not, we, we do <laughs> not have done multiple bedrooms. We have one bedroom, but it's hers.
1: Our bedroom has become my office, though, too. It's
0: true, yeah. Stacey's in the bedroom. We have the door shut. I'm in the other room with my box set up and, like, pillows next to it to help absorb sound. And we call each other on the phone with headphones in. So it's weird, but that's what we do.
1: We used to be in the same room, but the mics that we have still pick each other up a little bit. Brian's very yeah. loud. Am I? And it was just, like, too echoey. And I was, like, muting sections where you were too loud. It was just, like, a lot of extra, I don't know. If you listen to the old ones, maybe you can tell. Sections where we're talking at the same time, you can hear the other person.
0: I can't help but be loud. That's just my normal voice is booming.
1: I bet there's some way better way to do this, but this is the equipment we got, and people seem to like it,
0: so. Yeah. And someday, it'd be nice if we could have the air conditioning on at the same time, but we can't.
1: (laughs) Did we answer that question of whose idea was it to start the podcast?
0: (laughs) So the answer is we're sweating. (laughs) All right, so we have another question. (laughs) Here it is. Let me read this one. Um, Are the shows what you originally expected before starting this journey, or have they exceeded expectations, not reached expectations? Question mark.
1: I guess we should answer separately.
0: Yeah. Do you want to go first?
1: I would say at least met or exceeded, because, I mean, I didn't think I would hate it. I didn't think you would, like, steer me wrong. It was never a show that I had any interest in watching. I mean, maybe. I knew it was popular, but... I don't know, it seemed like an action show, and action's usually not, like, my thing. But I didn't realize that it was, like, also pretty funny and, like, a good dramatic story. Right. So I would say exceeded, but I also, like, didn't expect to hate it.
0: I mean, I I wish this was more interesting, but, like, I mean, it's, I have the same response. Well, to be fair, I had no desire to watch Gilmore Girls at all. Like, at all. Like, I know people think it's great. And you thought it was great. And I respect you and I respect your taste in art, but also in humor specifically. So I was like, if you think it's funny, it probably is. Like, I think you get jokes and have a good sense of humor. But like, I was just like, I just, I don't care about this family drama. But watching it, it sucked me in. And yeah, I would say it exceeded my expectations. But I always, like I said, knew it was probably good if you thought it was good. I had no desire to watch it, but like now I'm like, okay, can we watch it? Do we have to do another podcast? Let's just plow through the show. I want to yeah. know what happens to Rory.
1: I do remember being out after an improv show with our old improv people in Wisconsin, sitting across from two guys, and they were both raving about it. Because I think you, in your head, were like, this is a show for women. Yes. But I was like, no, see, guys do like it. Not that I mean, I do matters, think it is directed
0: all. to, like, I feel, I feel like when they wrote it, like, the audience for this is going to be mostly women.
1: Yeah, but I think they maybe could have done more to market it to men. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that the title really makes it seem like it's for women.
0: Well, maybe have a male character that, like, isn't broken would be a start. Sure. I mean, there isn't.
1: Well, um, yeah, I'm pleasantly surprised with how much we're both enjoying it. But with the exception of a few episodes here and there, I think we both have thought the entire show has been fantastic so far.
0: Yeah, I, I, we should address it a little bit. Like, this is for men or women. Obviously, that's constructed nonsense. You know what I mean? But, I mean, that's probably what they were thinking when they wrote this. And also, that's just the mindset I had it was like, yeah, that's a show that I bet a lot of women like, but like men probably don't. But obviously, I was wrong. It's, it's a show that anybody should like. It's great. I bet my dad would fucking love this show. Someday he's going to watch it.
1: I know. Your parents would love it. I, for some reason, thought Buffy was like
0: directed at
1: men. But yeah, it's I probably don't think not so, really.
0: I mean, I think Buffy was a little bit more trying to get both. Yeah, because I've, I do feel like some of the action maybe is to get some of the men. Not that women don't like action, obviously. Yeah, they the do, genre is
1: more something men
0: typically like. But also, there's a lot of strong male characters, which is like not the case in Gilmore Girls. Like Gilmore Girls has Luke, who's like messed up, and Taylor, <laughs> who's like a villain, <laughs> <laughs> and Kirk, who's Richard. a clown. Yes, that's true. You Dean? know what? Dean is a, he's a villain now. Sure. And he's gone. From what I read, he's gone. Spoilers. Maybe that assessment's wrong. But I, I guess what people want to know is I love Gilmore Girls now. I'm excited to finish the show. And I'm glad Stacy encouraged me to watch it.
1: Same for Buffy.
0: I will say that Buffy season one is rough. When we were watching it, I was kind of like, honey, believe me, it's going to get better.
1: Yeah, I trusted <laughs> you. The same way I'm trusting you with Angel after two seasons.
0: Yeah. Oof. Angel. Come on, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway,
1: that leads us into our next question. What's your favorite season so far? I'm assuming that means like of each show and not like of our podcast. Yeah. For me, I think two of Buffy.
0: Yes. Two is my favorite season of Buffy. I think it's, well, that we've seen so far. I'm excited to rewatch seven because seven is up there for me. But season two has just had such a great arc from start to finish. A lot of character development that's just like planned out. We get Spike and Drusilla. It's great. And yeah. it still got the high school feel and formula and innocence.
1: Three was maybe like a more consistently good season. Like yes. two had some bad episodes for sure, especially in the earlier half of the season. Yeah, but I think I enjoyed the whole Spike Drusilla Angel thing more than the Mayor overall.
0: Right, and the ideas were still fresh. The monsters of the week still felt fresh. Whereas in like season five of Buffy, it's like, oh no, it's the fish demon. It's like, yeah, he's going to be gone at the end yeah. of the episode and he's not important. Xander's not going to die.
1: The fish demon was in season two, but.
0: That wasn't a demon.
1: What was, oh yeah, it was like Russian steroid steam.
0: Yeah, it was Russian steroid steam, baby.
1: For Gilmore, I want to say four. Yeah, same. I don't, it's hard to say, like I, I've enjoyed all of it, but I feel like the end of season four is just like great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Season five also starts strong, but I think season four is where it was really good for me for Gilmore.
1: It's like if the end of season four and the beginning of season five are all one season, that's maybe like the best Mm -hmm. chunk of Gilmore Girls. I don't know. For some reason, the answer is just like clearly four. And I feel like I knew that before we even did this.
0: Mm -hmm. I will say I remember thinking that season five of Buffy might be my favorite but rewatching it, I don't think it is. I think 2 is better. Season 5's got a lot of really cool things I like going for it, but it did not live up to what I remembered it being. That sounds like I'm shitting on it. I still really enjoyed it. I just, it's not my favorite. I thought it might be, but it's not. Next question is, who are your favorite and least favorite characters of both shows so far?
1: Okay, so let's do favorite Gilmore Girl character?
0: Oof, that's tough, man.
1: It is tough. What does favorite mean? Like, I enjoy their scenes the most. I think they're the most interesting. I think they're the most funny. For some reason, I'm thinking like Emily. Yeah. Just because she's so complicated. Mm Mm-hmm. But like Lorelai comes to mind. Richard comes to mind. But I feel like Emily is so interesting because she thinks she's always doing the right thing. Right. But she's not really (laughs) always.
0: Yeah, often not. But
1: she's also funny. She's got some great lines.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, the actress is fantastic. Even yeah. if you think she's like a villain, she the actress is doing a great job.
1: Lorelai's so good. Lauren Graham
0: is so good. Yeah, I have to go with Lorelai for Gilmore Girls. Lauren Graham's so good. She conveys emotion so well. And, and like you, when she feels sad, like you feel sad for her. When Rory feels sad, yeah, sure. Alexis is good as well. But like, I don't know. Like Lorelai, you look in those goddamn blue eyes. You're like, I'm sorry. I want your life to be good. How do I fix it for you?
1: I just imagine Lauren and Kelly must have such fun doing what they do. Mm -hmm. Like, they bounce off each other so well. I think they're really close in real life, so to have to do this, like, fighty relationship is probably super fun. Oh, yeah. Okay, who's your favorite Buffy character?
0: I mean, it's Giles, Giles. baby!
1: It's gotta be Giles.
0: Yeah, Giles. I mean, Xander. I'm kidding. It's Giles.
1: I think Giles, I really, really want to know more about his backstory. I always say that, but, like... I think because that backstory does exist, that seems so different from who he is now, but we know it's there. He's great, too. That actor's
0: great. Yeah, I've got to go Giles. Secondary Willow.
1: Yeah, Willow's, like, grown the
0: most. Since you did three, third's obviously Spike. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Spike. Spike's one of those characters that is just so fun to watch, but, like, they had to figure out a way to keep him in the show. You know, like on paper, the math doesn't make sense. They're like... Uh, He's evil. How do we keep him with the heroes? Yeah. And someone's like, a chip in his brain? I don't know, man.
1: I do think if you told me we had to do the rest of the show without one of the two, I would get rid of Spike. So I'm going to, I think Giles is my favorite. I think the show needs Giles more than Spike.
0: Yes. Although, yeah.
1: <sighs> Spoilers. I've seen the first episode of season six and I'm upset.
0: By the new credits? Yes. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm.
1: More on that next week. <laughs> okay.
0: Least favorite characters?
1: Gilmore Girls? I mean, maybe Taylor.
0: It's, it's got to be Taylor, right?
1: If we're going someone that's not just like a random person showing up. Yeah.
0: Right. Taylor's like a piece of shit. But like Emily's a villain, right? In a lot of ways. Yeah. But she's fun to watch. But for me, Taylor, sometimes I'm like, I don't even like watching you being this man.
1: He gets <laughs> like, some funny lines occasionally.
0: Sure, absolutely.
1: Because Michelle's kind of the same, where he's just like a miserable sack of complaining. But he's like generally always funny.
0: Yeah. Michelle grew on me.
1: Taylor's got fewer funny lines. Yeah. He's just there to be annoying more of the time than Michelle is. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of any like main cast members that i
0: like less. Uh, Zach, too. I'm not a fan. Yeah. Like, maybe they'll make me love Zach, but, like, he's just this guy who's like, oh, I guess I'm in love, oh, I get, I'm gonna, he wakes up and plays video games, which is fine, you can do that. But, like, I don't know, he's, like, made spaghetti, and it was, like, the biggest thing he's ever done, romantic-wise, I, I don't know, I'm not a fan of Zach. He's just, like, always condescending, he's always mean, i not a fan.
1: I don't dislike Dean, there's a lot of Dean hate. I think Dean's the guy everybody wanted to date in high school, but that's kind of all he ever was.
0: Yeah, I mean, Dean's complicated. I feel like the show was like, we need to get rid of Dean, so we need to villainize him a little bit.
1: They made him, like, dumber, too.
0: Yeah. I, I I, don't know. Like, I don't know that he was ever, like, evil. He did cheat on his wife. That's bad. But people do that. Not that that makes it okay. I just mean it's a mistake that not terrible people make. Sure, yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's, ba- it's terrible if you do that. I mean, it's something that, I don't know. It, so did Rory. I mean, Rory, well, I guess Rory didn't cheat, but, like, it, she participated.
1: But Dean's not, like, also simultaneously, like, embezzling from Taylor and... Right,
0: right, 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 right.
1: Selling drugs to elementary school kids. You know what I mean? He's, he yeah, made him yeah. a, a huge mistake, but I don't know that he's, like, fundamentally a bad person.
0: Yeah. If he were to do it again, then yes. But, like, it's hopefully something he learned from. But he's, like, angry on the show, which makes you be like, oh, I don't like this guy. But, I mean, he's angry because the situation's not good. It's like his life just fell apart. Who's your least favorite Buffy character? Riley, man, he's just boring as shit. Sure, that's the problem. Now a lot of people are going to tell you Xander's their least favorite character, and I get that. And we've talked on the podcast about how when I was sixteen and I first watched the show, I liked Xander a lot because I identified as the sixteen-year-old wallflower that was funny. But like rewatching it, I'm like, actually, Xander's like sort of toxic in a lot of ways. And now you
1: identify as a Riley.
0: No, i (laughs) have (laughs) not Riley. But I feel like the show was like, that's just what masculinity was. It was toxic and bad. (laughs) So like he was reflecting what real people at that age were like.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I probably have to say Riley. I don't know who else I would dislike more. Yeah. I didn't like Joyce that much.
0: Yeah. And people are gonna be mad about that because they remember season five Joyce.
1: Right. It's tricky because like she was just fine in this last season.
0: Yeah, and the show went out of her way to be like, isn't it so sad that she's dead?
1: But they are also like, remember how she was in like two episodes of season four and we didn't care about her at all? And before like we're that, like, she was Oh yeah, Joyce out. is
0: alive. <laughs> or in season three, like, I mean, how many times has she's like, Buffy, I know you're trying to save the world, but I've got an art exhibit tonight. <laughs> like, yeah. Jesus, Joyce, like maybe prioritize the slaying thing.
1: Yeah, it, it was complicated because like maybe the show didn't want to give her a good relationship with Buffy because for right. the longest time, Buffy couldn't tell her or the show was telling us that Buffy couldn't tell her. So they couldn't like make them close because Buffy had to be able to hide it from her. Right. But I don't know. It did feel kind of jarring that they were suddenly super close in season five when they barely acknowledged her in season four and they were never tight before that even.
0: The show did a great job in season five of making us empathize with Joyce and like like her again.
1: Yeah. But if
0: you're being honest, if you could just put that aside and rewatch the first like four seasons, like Joyce is, I'm never in love with Joyce.
1: Yeah, I was never like, oh, a Joyce scene,
0: but I... Fuck, I was, man. There were times where I was like, Joyce, you're being ridiculous right now. She's saving the world. <laughs> so yeah. Like, cut her some slack. Or like when Ted was like, threatened her and she tells her mom and her mom's like, whatever. Ted's cool. Now you can argue she was on some psychedelic cookies at that point, but still.
1: Oh, I actually didn't love the master.
0: Mm, a lot of people don't like the master. I was very
1: uninterested in him oh, as a villain. come
0: on. Come on. You know who your least favorite character is. We both do. Who? Come the on. The one? Yeah, yeah, no, I did one. Well, he
1: didn't have lines. That doesn't count.
0: He had like four lines. <laughs> Dig.
1: Well, you kind of just started touching on this, so I'm interested to see what your answer is now. Which character do you most relate to in each series? Is it still Xander?
0: No, it's not. That's tough. Should we do Gilmore first? Or? Let's start with Gilmore.
1: I think I'm pretty similar to Lorelai.
0: Sure. You do bits.
1: Yeah, I-, I feel like I'm very similar to her in that it's hard for me to like not make jokes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I've also sort of, I don't have rich parents, but I've sort of moved away from my parents to pursue my own thing that's maybe not necessarily what they would have wanted for me to do.
0: Yeah, they want you to marry Christopher.
1: <laughs> I just want to make it clear my relationship is not at all no. as strained as Lorelai's with her parents. I speak with them, we're good, everything's fine. But like, I think they would have preferred that I stayed in the Midwest and like had a family and had some normal job and stuff like that. They're not, like, unsupportive. I think they just don't really understand yeah. certain aspects of what I'm doing. So in those ways, I think I'm the most like Lorelai.
0: I mean, for Gilmore Girls, uh, I don't want to say this.
1: I know what it is.
0: I know. it's I'm Jess.
1: You're Jess.
0: Yes. I, that's It just is. I was never like Jess in the, the idea of, like, I was stealing stuff and, like, you know, committing crimes or trying to force myself on people. But uh, the whole idea of, like, being smart and, like, loving to read but, like, having trouble fitting in and, like, relating to women by books. Like, that's, that's me, man. Probably not applying myself as much as I should. That's me. I, I feel it. I feel it. Writing in the margins. You're just. I talk out of the left side of my mouth.
1: You do have a bit of an asymmetrical mouth, probably.
0: Yeah. For Buffy, though, I I, I don't know. You know what? Maybe Willow now. I'm not. Yeah, maybe Willow.
1: Yeah, it's tricky. I feel like on some levels we're probably both Xander because he's sort of the class clown. Yes. Willow's changed so much. It's hard to say.
0: Well, that's how I would say I would relate to her because I was like nerdy kid, but I was the class clown, which is more Xander. But like, yeah. I feel like I've become more confident and found a way to like utilize those traits.
1: I think, yeah, I think I'm probably a combo of Willow and Xander.
0: Yeah. I guess, you know who I relate to the most? Uh Toth.
1: Who the fuck was Toth?
0: He's the guy that split Xander in The into. split Xander, yeah. <laughs> so I'd, I'd go Toth.
1: What about Seth Green? We look like Seth Green, apparently.
0: Yeah, I've gotten that before, for sure. But I talk way more than us talks.
1: Yeah, I would say the comedy in us is Xander. But he's kind of dumb. I don't think you and I were like...
0: No, we weren't dumb.
1: Not that you and I are the same, but I think in this situation we are.
0: Yeah, I mean, we are... We have some big key differences, but you and I have a lot that's the same, too. Personality-wise. Yeah. Okay. Who is your favorite non-main character from both shows? I mean, come on. It's
1: hard to say what non-main is, but I want to say Mrs. Kim. Oh. She's sort of unlikable, like, Taylor at first, I think. But she is some zingers, and her development with Lane was really fun this season. That's not something we talked about in our recap episode, but... That's true. I think her coming around to, like, accepting Lane is really cute. hmm And their whole, like, breakup was really emotional. Yeah, Rory and Lane haven't really been talking as much lately, but Lane's development with her mom's been really great. Mm-hmm. And Mrs. Kim's so funny. That actress
0: is great she too. She is funny, and the actress is great.
1: Maybe she'd be considered a main character, but she's not in the credits. I, I don't. She's not in even half the episodes. Maybe so. I would. I think she counts as a non-main character. Um, Does Kirk, Kirk count? Because that's Ray, the
0: one everyone's gonna pick.
1: He's in the credits and in almost every episode. I'd almost say he's yeah. a main character. But yeah, obviously
0: Kirk. Yeah. Michelle, pick I guess one? is he. I don't know who's. Yeah, it's tough to say who's main, who's not main.
1: I think Michelle's main.
0: Eastside Tilly
1: is my no. <laughs> someone like Tricks or something like that. I think someone who's like not in every episode or just
0: shows up recurring. Tricks was great. Loved Tricks. She'd be up there.
1: Mrs. Kim is borderline main.
0: I would have to go Tricks. I think if I had to pick one, uh, but for Buffy,
1: does Drew count? Is she a main character?
0: I mean, she, she was was right.
1: Maybe Harmony.
0: Harmony's a fun, recurring character. Ethan? Principal Quark. Yeah, he was great. As much as you hated him, I mean, that was the whole point, right?
1: Yeah, he's so funny. Yeah. Someone told me he was in Charmed. I saw a couple clips lately on my Instagram of him being in Charmed. Oh, yeah? No idea what episode it was, but it seemed a little familiar.
0: Yeah, the principal was pretty great.
1: I would say he wasn't main, because he wasn't in every episode. Was the mayor yeah. a main character? You love the mayor.
0: I did love the mayor, but I mean... He's like a main character per season, you know what I mean? I would say
1: him and Faith were probably main characters in season. Yeah,
0: if he's not the mayor. I loved all the mayor's, like, fake cheeriness. I like that so much. But otherwise, I would have to go with the principal. Or Ethan, Ethan Rain. But, like, who's not a main character? It's hard to say, really.
1: Larry. (laughs) Larry
0: was cool. I like how he came around.
1: All right, let's move on to the next one. Which characters would you like to have seen had their own successful spinoff show? Giles. Yeah.
0: He almost had one, too. Really? Yeah. Where'd it go? I don't know. It was going to be called Ripper. It was going to be awesome. It didn't happen. Prequel cool or no? I don't think so.
1: And then we, we recently pitched this, but Young Emily would have been pretty cool.
0: Young Emily.
1: Kirk would be a little interesting.
0: Yeah, I feel like it'd be too goofy a show. A Giles spinoff would be great because you could take it different ways. It could be the same tone as, as Buffy, or it could be like much more serious. It could be much more cerebral because he's smart. But he's smart, but he's also got this like badass backstory. So we could also get like backstory stuff for him, but also like solving cases with his like knowledge. I'm sad that show didn't happen.
1: Yeah, that'd be awesome. Maybe it's not too late. If it's a prequel, it could cast anybody as him.
0: That's true. Anthony Stewart Hedge is so good. But yeah, yeah. for Gilmore Girls, I, like young Emily we joked about. I don't know, honestly, that there's any other characters I want to follow. Like the idea of a Jess spinoff to me was like, no, what?
1: You know what actually, though? What? Young Babette or just like Young, young Stars Patty. Hollow. Like, what was Stars Hollow like before Lorelai came?
0: Sure. If I'm being honest with you, I'm not interested. <laughs> like, I, I know that sounds harsh. I just, I, I like the cast and the story they have now, and I, I don't see one that I want to watch.
1: I just think the town's so quirky. Mm-hmm. It, it could be fun to, like, get to know these other people that we yeah. hear about. Like, the couple that, like, lives in the caves that had to break up right, a long time ago. Right, whatever. Right. <laughs> but, but always got, like, stories. Yeah, I think Babette or Miss Patty, like yeah. a prequel, would be interesting.
0: Who is someone on either or both shows that you're hoping comes back? Well, I'll say for Gilmore Jess. I hope Jess comes back. I hope we get, like, a redemption arc for Jess. I feel like they built towards that. He's not redeemed yet. He's not. But, like, I feel like they're trying to say he is fixable at some point. And I I believe I've been spoiled enough to know that he comes back at least once. I mean, he's in the fucking still for a year in the life, so.
1: Buffy's tricky because, like, people that have left are dead.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, Oz, I wouldn't mind seeing him again. I don't know that I, like, need to see him again. Right. Maybe Faith, just because she's still around. Like, she's still alive. Yeah. Be interesting to see how she has
0: grown. I mean, she's in prison. She's probably gonna be in prison for a long, 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 long time.
1: Right. But I feel like that's someone we could see again that I'd be interested Mm -hmm. to see again.
0: She had a redemption arc.
1: But hasn't, like, made amends with Buffy. Right. I'm 95% sure Riley comes back. I don't know that I'm hoping he comes back, but it does feel like there could be more closure with that. I want to know what he's been up to in Belize. So.
0: He just started like a little radio shack there. Yeah.
1: Okay. What is something you hope you do not see in upcoming seasons of the show you're watching for the first time? It's tricky because the first thing that comes to mind for me is like, I hope Willow doesn't die or, you know, like all these people. Yeah. We, but like that also is good TV when main characters die. Right. If it happens at the end of season seven, like, that's to be expected.
0: Like, I would want to say something like, I don't want to see Rory and Lorelai have another huge fight. But, like, I do because it's it's good TV. Like, I want them to make it work at the end. So I don't want to see Luke and Lorelai break up. I'm certain they will. That's just how TV works. But I don't want them to break up. That's what I don't want to see happen. I don't want to see them break up forever, I guess. I don't even want to see them break up again at all. Can they just be happy?
1: I don't want to see Buffy get back with Riley. I don't think she will.
0: Okay. We'll find out.
1: I don't want to see their dad moving in and being like a cool dad. (laughs) It'd be weird at this point.
0: Guys, I'm going to be a cool dad.
1: (laughs) I know I was kind of absent, like really, really absent. Never once cool, but.
0: But here's Pancakes, and if you want a beer, it's cool.
1: I don't want to see Giles go. No, But he's not in the credits, so I fear he goes. Mm. He'll pop in for a visit. He's the true cool dad.
0: Yeah. What was the most surprising storyline on both shows for you? Also, do you know any future spoilers?
1: I think I do know a couple spoilers, but I don't know that I should say them in case people are watching for the first time.
0: Yeah, same.
1: Um, but I do. If you ask this question, reach out to me privately and I'll tell you what I think I know. But don't confirm or deny that it's true.
0: Um, for Gilmore Girls, it was Dean cheating on his wife with Rory because they built up to that pretty quickly. I mean, they they laid the foundation for it. But it was like, oh, she she's doing that because this show really wasn't about sexual misadventures until I mean, it was a little bit, but like not with implications like families being torn apart. I don't know that that's actually true because of Christopher, but we didn't see. Anyway,
1: that was the most shocking too. Yeah. Maybe for me, it was Angel going dark Mm-hmm. and like Spike not being the villain of season two. Mm hmm. Which is actually something, if you re-listened to our re-release episode last week, that was sort of happening at that time. And Brian was like, well, now we know who the true villain of the season is. And I was like, what? Angel's the villain of, because you said like of the show. And I was like, he's the villain of the rest of the show? No. Which is not true. It was mostly no. that season. Right. Maybe he goes evil again. I don't know. But that, that surprised me. I thought Spike was the clear villain of season two and he right. kind of wasn't.
0: Well, I think season two did a great job of just like setting you up to think that was the case. And yeah. Like, oh, there's been a villain here this whole time, guys.
1: Mm hmm. And Angel was a great villain. Uh,
0: I do know some spoilers. I think there was a character's name that came up that I was confused by. And I, I think we're going to get a new character that is going to be interesting.
1: What's this character's name?
0: It doesn't matter.
1: What? I didn't know you knew anything about a new character.
0: Yeah, I think I might know what the plot of that people don't like is.
1: When did you learn this information? A while ago. What? Yeah, we're gonna talk about this off pod. Off pod. Yeah, does
0: that mean I'm in trouble? Because I
1: think I think I know what you think you know. You you heard me?
0: Maybe I do. Okay.
1: Is that a slant pun?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, it is a pun, but it's weird.
1: <laughs> How long have you known? Maybe
0: this? I shall know. <laughs> Get out of here! I'm mad at you. Okay, Okay. no more spoilers this month. Let's move on.
1: Next question. A lot of Buffy fans choose not to watch Angel. At this point in the show of Angel, do you feel that Buffy fans who haven't should watch Angel? And why or why not? Brian, you can answer without spoiling having more knowledge of the show. But Stacey, how do you feel at this point with the crossovers, character development you've seen so far?
0: Why don't you go first?
1: It's a much different show so far. Mm -hmm. It's like different tonally. I feel like it's directed at a different audience. Yeah. If I were just like tuning into Angel without Buffy, I don't know that I would have stuck with it. I'm not that interested in it so far. Yeah. It's more of a detective show, which is fine. I don't have anything against detective shows. I don't know. There's just like a lot of weird stuff about it. Like it's demons in LA and there's cops involved, but the cops don't know about the demons, even though Angel's literally like a link between the cops and the whatever.
0: Except for the cops who were voodoo priests.
1: And the crossovers so far have been not that crossover-y. Like, a character will pop in for kind of no reason. The storylines don't have a ton to do with each other other than maybe Faith. Yeah. Faith's storyline really got carried over in Angel. So for those reasons, I'd be like, if you're interested to seeing what happened to Faith after she left Buffy, you should watch Angel. And if you want to know what the hell is happening, you probably should watch all of Angel. Yeah. But I don't know that if you're a Buffy fan, you're necessarily going to like Angel, at least the first two seasons. And I don't know that it's necessary to watch both. Except for like a little bit more backstory of Angel's past and this faith stuff. There's also some good episodes where Buffy shows up.
0: Yeah, that episode's great.
1: But again, not necessary to Buffy's overall character arc to know that that happened. What do you have to say about this topic?
0: I mean, if I'm being completely honest, I feel like you don't need to watch Angel to appreciate Buffy. In like 95%. We keep using 95%. So 94% of Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it adds a lot. It does add some depth to stuff for some specific characters. That's as much as I want to say about that. And it's also very interesting to see how they develop different characters on Angel that were on Buffy.
1: If you don't know, Cordelia and Wesley appear on Angel and our main characters.
0: But it's definitely not necessary. Angel, like I said, I feel gets much, much better coming up. I and mean, it's much more enjoyable a show. But I, it just does not have the same dynamic that Buffy does. Both shows are sort of about found families, you know, Buffy's, like, friends and stuff. But Angel's found family seems very, like, forced, like, do they like each other? And, like, we have scenes where it's like, no, I do care about them. Like, do you, though? Why does Angel care about Cordelia? Because she's pretty? Because she has, like, I don't know.
1: They're both outsiders? Yeah, I I just don't think it's hit its stride yet after two seasons.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I just don't feel the found family emotion in Angel, even though it's, like, trying to say that that it's there. I'm like, I don't feel it, though. I don't feel like Wes and Gunn, like, you're telling me they're friends, but I don't feel it. Anyway. There
1: hasn't also been, like, a big, like, apocalypse thing in Angel, really. It's very, like, thing of the week. Yeah. I feel like Buffy, there's, like, always these traumatic, huge events where they really have to, like, work together. And that hasn't really happened in Angel yet. I feel like they're setting up that it might.
0: Right. So, to answer the question, you don't need to watch Angel. I would suggest it though, because season three is just so good, I think. So, yeah, that's what I have to say about that. Just seeing what happens to Wesley, man, is worth it. And seeing Faith on Angel was cool. Anyway. All right, who do you like better, Rory or Buffy?
1: That's complicated. It is. Because I've said this, I don't think Buffy's that cool or interesting. Like, yeah, these guys are always like worshiping her. But I'm like, she's kind of shallow. And like, she was kind of dumb. I feel like she's a bit more of a developed human now that like cares about people.
0: Yeah, the show has like really oscillated about her like intelligence level. Right. It's like, yeah, she's kind of dumb. Not like an idiot. She's not like a straight up moron, but she's not super smart. But then it was like, oh, I did this test. It turns out like I'm a little bit of a genius. And it's like, what?
1: Where Rory has sort of become a shittier person.
0: Right. She is like, I'm a genius, but also maybe I'm morally not great, which is funny because Buffy's like the opposite. Buffy's very moral. And I feel like she's become more and more moral as the show's gone on.
1: I kind of think I'd have a better time hanging out with Rory. I think we'd have more to talk about. Yeah. I don't know. Rory's like more into books than I am, but I I think we'd have more common ground. I don't know what Buffy's into.
0: I mean, I would want to hang out with Buffy. I'd be like, tell me about that time you killed the mayor. Sure. I'd call her B-
1: but, like, you're just listening to her stories?
0: Uh, no.
1: I guess the question is, who do you like better?
0: Yeah. I like Buffy more.
1: It's tricky. I would say I definitely like Lorelei more than Buffy.
0: <laughs> sure.
1: But Rory and Buffy is a trickier question. Mm-hmm. I might go Rory. It depends with season, honestly.
0: I'm not upset if you go Rory. I'm not offended.
1: It depends what season. Season five, probably Buffy. Season one or two, probably Rory. Follow-up question. I think a different person actually asked this, but it's related. Do you think Buffy and Rory would be friends? This person says they were a Gilmore Girl fan first, but they feel like if Rory had to deal with a fraction of what Buffy does, she would crumble. Sure. Would they be friends? This is kind of where I was, where my head was at with the last question. Like, who would I rather be friends with? Would they like each other?
0: Well, what's interesting, right? I, my initial thing would say, no, they, they don't. But like, Willow is a pretty good stand-in for Rory.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: That's what. And I was they're thinking. best friends.
1: Rory also is a Buffy fan.
0: Yeah. So I think they, I mean, I think it would depend on how they meet. I don't know that they would seek each other out as friends, but I think if they met and like they got to talking and stuff, they could become really good friends.
1: Yeah. I think if they had met early in school, Rory was very into doing well in school and Buffy did not care. But Rory also kind of gets like sucked into things easily.
0: Yeah. So
1: yeah, I, I think they could be friends. I think Rory could be a willow.
0: Yeah, and I agree that the trauma and stuff that Buffy's had to deal with, like, killing her boyfriend and stuff, I don't think Rory could do that. But, like, I feel like Rory could handle stuff the way, like, Willow does, probably.
1: Yeah, I think Rory would have been really... Rory was a very timid person, but so was Willow. So I think yeah. Rory would have grown differently if she was friends with Buffy.
0: Yeah, I think if you threw Rory in Season 5 Buffy trying to save the world, yeah, Rory's not going to make it to that season. Uh, she's going to crumble. But, like, if we start her off with, you know, a master then an angel spike, then a mayor, Rory's going to grow and she'll be able to handle the pressure.
1: She'd be a witch now.
0: She'd be a witch. All right, next question. Oh, this is interesting. Who from Star's Hollow would go to the magic shop and make a monster of the week? Okay, so, I mean, there's several. Kirk is the, the immediate answer. Kirk would go there and make, he would make a monster a week by accident.
1: I'm a little confused about what making the monster of the week has to do with the magic shop.
0: Well, I think that there's magic there. So like you could get into trouble and like cast a spell or like break an urn.
1: Well, yeah. Who else would it be besides Kirk? TJ.
0: Yeah. 100% TJ would do it. Kirk would do it. Miss Patty. could. I could see her doing like a Jonathan spell to make herself sexy again.
1: Maybe Mrs. Kim would like go to the magic shop looking for her antiques to or something.
0: To shut it down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah.
1: <laughs> but in the process, she fuck up yeah. something.
0: She'd find some antiques and she'd take it home. Yeah.
1: Is there anybody else that's, like, interested in, like, the super...
0: I mean, Taylor probably would if he found out he could use it to his advantage. But I think Kirk... Miss Kim was a good one, too. Uh, Kirk and Miss Patty and TJ, those are the culprits. And, I mean, if Rory keeps going down this path, probably Rory next season.
1: Yeah. Okay. If Brian and Stacy could visit an episode, which one would it be and why? Do we have to go together?
0: Okay. What does that mean?
1: Well, I mean, do we have to? Is, are we deciding as a unit? That's how the question's raised.
0: I'm gonna sneak into where the wild things are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Touch that wall. We're
0: going to that party. Is
1: that really what you do?
0: Yeah, I would just be like Willow. We can solve this tomorrow. Just give us the night. You and I could get into one of those bedrooms before Buffy and, uh, and Riley does.
1: You still talking to Willow, or is that me?
0: <laughs> Willow's not interested in getting. <laughs> it. You and me, baby. We get into that bed in the void. Let's do it.
1: I don't think I would go to any Buffy episode. Oh, okay. Maybe, but it's scary. That's true. Band Candy might be kind of funny. But I feel like you'd have to go to some, like, magical Sars Hollow episode.
0: I mean, I would go to the musical episode. We're not there yet, but that's where I would go.
1: I would go to, I think, either the Bracebridge dinner.
0: Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Or the, um, the Dance Marathon episode.
0: I'm with you on Bracebridge.
1: I'm not even, like... One of the people that thinks Bracebridge is like one of the best episodes of Gilmore Girls. It's very nice. But I think a lot of people love that episode more than I did.
0: Yeah. But, but everyone's there.
1: Everyone's there. The sleigh ride seems cute. It's just like a nice fun like lock in with the whole town. And the food must have been excellent. I think my answer is you got to go somewhere where the food is plentiful and delicious and made by Suki. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like maybe that episode where she makes that like lobster pot pie. I really wanted to try that. Yeah. But I bet there's a lot of good food at the Bracebridge dinner.
0: Yeah. And everyone's there, like you said. And Rune. Can't miss Rune.
1: It just seemed like fun. I thought about the in-opening episode because I bet the food there was good too. But the Bracebridge seemed like a funner party. Okay. We're going to kind of transition into more stuff about us personally, but still related.
0: Buffy and Gilmore are just one of your favorite shows. So what are some of your others?
1: And I will tack on to that. A couple of people asked similar questions as to what our other favorite shows were from the Buffy-Gilmore time period. So we can maybe discuss our other favorite shows overall and also specific to the late 90s, early 2000s. Like, what were you watching at this time? But also, what are your favorite shows in general?
0: So at the same time as Buffy, I was also watching a show called Lex, which is not a good show. And I would hesitate to recommend it to anyone. And if I were to rewatch it, I bet I would be like, this is embarrassing that I ever watched it. Uh that was just like a sci-fi show from the sci-fi channel. Very low budget, but I liked some of the concepts in it. Uh you and I both though, were big Star Trek fans. You we both liked Voyager.
1: Yeah. I would watch that when it aired with my dad. Yeah. I grew up watching Next Generation with him, but I don't really remember that because I was like the same age as that show. Like I think it came out the year I did. But yeah, Voyager, I loved it. And I would watch that like in reruns before I went to bed on TV. That's a show I've seen multiple times.
0: I don't know if I just have a thing for shows with, like, powerful women, but, like, I loved Voyager. Like, Janeway was awesome. Yeah. Seven to nine. Yeah, I was not as into Seven to Nine as everybody else, which is doctor. I I think Seven to Nine was just, like, I have huge boobs and, like, skin-tight outfit, and I was like, this seems very much on the nose here for, like, trying to get a specific audience.
1: But she was also sort of the data of the show, like, understanding humanity.
0: Yes, and I like that aspect of it. The Anya. Yes.
1: Um... I've mentioned this a ton, but loved Boy Meets World. That's probably my second favorite TV show ever. Mm -hmm. What else around that time period? I liked Seventh Heaven. Seventh Heaven got awful. But like the first three, four seasons of Seventh Heaven, I was very into.
0: I didn't watch a ton of shows. I liked Dragon Ball Z. Uh, I know that's like a dumb anime and it's stupid. It is stupid. But I remember that was like a show when I was younger, like, oh, the next one's coming out. It's definitely dumb, but it's still got a special place in my heart. Which is hilarious because we've talked about this before. There's a Dragon Ball Z Gilmore Girl podcast, which those guys are heroes for me.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you haven't heard us talk about that before, check it out if you're a fan of either or both. We thought our topic was niche, but they've somehow made even weirder things work together.
0: Yeah, but it's very funny uh, and good for them.
1: We've talked about combining Dragon Ball Z and Boy Meets World. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe Boy that'll be our next project. Balls. Boy Meets Balls, yeah.
0: With a Z at the end. Uh, I'm trying to think of other shows that I was really into. Uh, I was into Lost when it came out until about season four. And then I was like, what do we do in show? And then the show was like, yeah, we don't know. But the first three seasons of Lost were riveting when those came out for me.
1: In the 90s, I was very into just the general TGIF lineup. Like, I yeah. loved Friends. Step. I didn't watch Friends. You and I watched that together, but not until the mid-teens of 20s. The 20-teens. What are those years called? The 20-teens?
0: Well, we did mention that we white. And... Uh, <laughs> It's funny because like Friends, if we rewatch it, like there's problems and it's not diverse at all. It's just a bunch of white people on parade. But it was like the first show I watched that really like dealt with sex. I feel like uh, I had watched a couple episodes like Married with Children, but didn't really follow it. But I watched Friends. So it's also got a special place in my heart, despite the fact that it is very much just about a bunch of white people in New York.
1: <laughs> yeah. I loved Sabrina, the teenage witch. Mm. That was TGIF, but that was one I particularly liked and looked forward to watching. But there was Mm -hmm. like a year where it was like Boy Meets World, Sabrina, I think Family Matters. And then the the fourth one was sort of rotating and not as good, but I really liked that.
0: So would you like sit down with a bowl of popcorn on on Fridays?
1: Maybe, yeah. I feel like my family often would like be out on Friday night. Like Mm -hmm. either I'd have a basketball game or we'd just go shopping or out to dinner or something and we would tape it. And I'd watch it either when we got home or the next day. So it was such a bummer
0: when it was a rerun. Yeah, I can imagine. I remember I liked X-Files a lot, too. But that was another one of those shows by, like, season six. I'm like, do you know where you're going with this, writers? And the writers are like, no, we have no clue. <laughs> David Duchovny left. What do we do?
1: What about just in general, like, shows that exist now? I mean, we love well, Breaking Bad.
0: I should say, too, that, like, Buffy has, like, a very special place in my heart. Like, I, there's a lot of special places in my heart but Buffy has the biggest one. I don't think there's been a show that has affected me the same way Buffy did. Like I latched onto that and identified with the show, like it's brand of humor and drama and horror. I don't think any other show has affected me in the same way. So it's tough to be like, yeah, there's other shows I liked, but like none of them have the same connection with me that Buffy does. Like you said, Breaking Bad, we loved that show. We loved Better Call Saul too.
1: We loved Game of Thrones. We, For a them. While. we loved that at the end, but that was a show we like made it a point to watch.
0: Yeah, and we'd talk about
1: I personally love MTV's The Challenge. Yes, you do. (laughs) I've watched that, like, since college. I never really watched The Real World a ton. There's a couple seasons of The Real World I've seen all of. But, yeah, around the time I was in college, I started watching The Challenge, and I, like, haven't missed an episode of, like, The main, it's getting a little wild because Real World and Road Rules haven't been on for like a decade. So now they're just like pulling in people from random other shows like Big Brother. So it's getting a little, a little crazy. But I think I love it because it's been on for like decades. So there's just so much history and rivalry. Yeah. And it's not just the Real World where it's only the drama. Like there's also an athletic competition happening. I love it.
0: Yeah. That's one of those things where I'm like, okay, cool. It's weird. Glad you like it.
1: (laughs) I like more reality TV than you do. Mm-hmm. I used to love America's Next Top Model. Um,
0: I just get so over, I'm just so over the like forced drama yeah. of like waiting to see who gets cut this week. It's like, I don't care, man. Like just like, the wait, you know, they're like, we've, we've got to wait for the anticipation and like hold it. And I'm like, no, this is, the stakes aren't real, man. I
1: watch RuPaul. I haven't seen every season of that. I've seen some of the middle seasons and I've seen the last like three, but I didn't get into that until like 2019 or so. I used to love American Idol, like the first few seasons of it, like Clay Aiken was obsessed. That was around the time of Gilmore Girls. I was very into Clay Aiken. Mm. I liked Glee. Glee is also awful. That show never really knew what it was. There's some like great episodes of that. I stand by the first half of season one of Glee was great. Yeah. But there's just the characters would like learn a lesson by the end of the episode and have a totally different opinion the next week. They were just like all over the place with the writing.
0: Yeah. I hate that about like sitcoms and you're like we just talked about this man how are you doing it again
1: like we can't keep reinventing you as a villain yeah yeah, I don't know and it's not like a sitcom either so it didn't really work because it just got real corny but that's something I watched every minute of don't know if I'd rewatch it
0: you know what what you and I both like Saved by the Bell yeah we both watched the original show and reruns must have seen it a hundred times and then the re-release, the reboot, we love that show. I think the humor is pretty funny, and it's, it's really funny for us and their audience of people referencing the original show.
1: Yeah, like, people that know, word for word, the original show, like me. It's yeah. Very funny. I fucking love The Circle.
0: I hate The Circle.
1: You watched the first season or two.
0: I did, and at some points, like, I hate this. TJ won.
1: There's no one named TJ.
0: I know, but essentially that character is TJ from Gilmore <laughs> Girls, and he won.
1: Yeah, that's true. What We Do in the Shadows, that's a show that's on now that we love.
0: Mm-hmm. Nathan, for you.
1: Todd in the Book of Pure Evil. I didn't really like that that much.
0: Yeah, I really liked the show Todd and the Book of Pure Evil. It was a show that was, like, Buffy but much more juvenile. But I feel like there was a lot of promise there. The show got canceled, and again, there was a lot of problems with the show. That d- A lot of stupid stuff that didn't work. A lot of really basic dumb gags. Really, the principal was the funniest part of the show. He, like, made the show. This, like, evil principal. So funny. I wish... Maybe they had slightly different writers. That actor was just making the show amazing.
1: What was it on, like FX? We watched it before I had seen Buffy, and it straight up is copying Buffy.
0: Yeah, it straight up was like, let's do Buffy again, but with like some more heavy metal and like very explicit about the sex stuff. Uh, I don't remember. I think it was a Canadian show. If you are like craving more Buffy, go watch that show, realizing it's not as good as Buffy and it's got some lowbrow humor, but it's this, it is Buffy.
1: There's a musical episode.
0: There is, which is great. Anyway.
1: Next question. For someone who lives in Australia, what is it actually like living in New York City? Someone also asked, how the hell do you guys afford to live in New York? It's so expensive.
0: Well, for one, we live in Queens, which is less expensive than living in Manhattan or lots of Brooklyn.
1: We've lived in the same place for like seven years, and our rent has barely gone up, luckily. New York really likes to raise rent every year, and... But well, we did have a bad experience the first year with them trying to raise the rent and the broker and all that.
0: We also write letters to them asking him not to raise the rent.
1: Yeah, the first couple of years we were like, can you not raise it? And then they didn't raise it very much the first few years. And now they like barely ever raise it.
0: Yeah, now they're just like, OK, we know you're going to write a fucking letter. So we're going to raise it, but not as much. And then the pandemic happened and they also didn't. We also don't have a large apartment and it's an old apartment.
1: Yeah, we live in like a probably close to 100 year old building. But we probably would live in about the same size of place in Wisconsin for half the price.
0: (laughs) Yeah, definitely for half the price, for sure.
1: As far as how we afford to live here, we don't do that much. We never did. Yeah, we don't really go
0: out. We have been more now that I've got my new job, but like we just rarely go out to eat.
1: And COVID's like less bad, but during COVID we went nowhere. But even before that, we weren't really like... Doing a lot of going out and spending money. Like, we were we were doing a lot of like performing and stuff.
0: And you get like drink tickets a lot of times when you perform. It, we, I feel like we kind of got used to and spoiled that we would often drink for free at comedy shows. Uh huh. And then the idea would you go to a bar, You're like, wait, how much do I gotta pay? Because drinks are expensive here. What? No, I'm not doing that.
1: A like rail or well drink is like 10 bucks here. Yeah. A cocktail is like 14. Glass of wine's 9 to 12. You know, drinks aren't cheap here.
0: So, I mean, we just don't go out there, which is just us. We're losers. But we also have just, like, never had a ton of money. So I think we just sort of grew accustomed to a lifestyle that wasn't spending a lot of extra money.
1: Yeah. We don't buy expensive stuff. We never really have. Like, occasionally, if we want something.
0: Yeah. I feel like we buy a lot of used stuff off Craigslist.
1: We desperately want to travel, but we, like, don't.
0: Yeah. I used to.
1: When we used to, though, it was like for comedy. We've yes. like never gone on a vacation that wasn't like for comedy or like someone's wedding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we buy a, a lot of our furniture as used or found. <laughs> yeah, we live by the tr- we're trash people. Maybe we talked about that. You've you've heard. We're the just trash. trash
0: people. We white. Uh, <laughs> so you can figure out what kind of people we are. <laughs>
1: We We live near the trash area, and so we see when people throw away stuff that's perfectly usable. You just wash it off. You got a table. Yeah. You got a bed. No, we bought our mattresses, like the (laughs) one thing. That's the one thing
0: you do not, anything that might come from a bedroom, you do not take that off the street.
1: But like tables and shelves and shit?
0: Especially if you catch someone taking it out, because then you're like, hey, is that clean? And they're like, yeah, I'm just moving. And like, can I just have it? I'm poor. And they're like, all right, sure. We don't have a car. No.
1: It's different before and after the pandemic because like now we're paying per ride for the subway. It's like 275 anytime you take it anywhere one way. But before we would each get like a monthly pass. So it was unlimited because we were both going at least one place like every day. Sometimes I would like go to work, come home and then go do a show and come home. So I was going same. We were going a lot. So the, the monthly pass was like 120 something, which is like how much I would spend on gas in a month when we lived in Wisconsin. So that really was not much different.
0: We've always been very frugal. I remember my car, like, it started falling apart years before I got rid of it. And I pretty much drove it into the ground. Like, its door handles were literally shoelaces I had strung through because the door handles had broken off. Both of its mirrors were glued on. It was it was fun.
1: Do you have pictures of it? Because I should post pictures of my car after it got destroyed. Yeah, Maybe now funny. is the time for that story on, on social media.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's do it.
1: So the answer is, we're trash people.
0: We're trash people.
1: I guess the basic answer is we don't have a ton of expenses.
0: Yeah. Somebody asked us, uh, what are some of your hobbies? You kind of touch on them in your podcast, but still.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what are they? Like, tell us all of them.
0: Obviously, comedy is our biggest hobby. We are performers. You could say that's a career too. That's what my taxes say, anyway. We like board games.
1: Honestly, I don't know that we have any, like, secret ones that we haven't really talked about. Yeah. I think we watch a lot of TV and movies. We play games.
0: At night when we go to bed, sometimes we like to pretend the bed is a raft and we're pushing it out into the water. Brian, and we're just that like,
1: is not a hobby.
0: <laughs> that's not a hobby. It's just a weird thing we do? Okay, yeah.
1: <laughs> Nobody asks what the weird things we do are.
0: <laughs> okay, well, that was it.
1: Um, we like to go for walks. Yeah, actually, going to Central Park is, that's not a hobby, but I feel like we like we like going on little adventures. We just don't that yeah. often outside of the city because we can't leave the city without a car very easily.
0: And because of the curse. <laughs>
1: But um, Central Park is, like, our favorite place to go. If you haven't been, it's great. It's huge. There's all different types of topography within it.
0: Yeah, as much as it's, like, oh, Central Park, yeah, but it's still great. Like, they put a lot of money into making it really nice.
1: There's all kinds of stuff to explore. It's great to just sit there. I love how it's, like, in the middle of the huge city and you can see the city, but it's, like, big enough that you could be in the middle of it and feel like you're not in the big city.
0: Central Park, when you, like, look out from the center, it just looks like a YA novel cover. Like, you see the city, but you also see, like woods in front of it it's like oh this is some dystopian future i'm in
1: but yeah i would say comedy is a hobby it is a i don't know it's it's complicated because we there's a lot of stuff that we do for comedy that don't make us money like sort of what i was pursuing with like being on sketch teams and stuff wasn't actually making me money until it led me to direct where i was making money so then it kind of became more of a job
0: improv obviously although we have not done it in ages because of the pandemic but improv was a big thing and sketch for fun was a big thing. I like to read.
1: I kind of like doing craft stuff. That doesn't happen very often, but um
0: we back when do. I was doing
1: more sketch comedy I would make a lot of props. I just Same. made a bunch of hungry hungry hippo heads for my restaurant show. That sounds like not a thing that's real but I did. I could show mm-hmm. them to you. I make birthday cards for my family. I make like pop-up cards.
0: I like to make this is weird. I like to accessorize but also, like, optimize storage for board games. It's, like, a weird thing that I get a lot of pleasure out of. So I like to, like, make little inserts for board games that are, like, very functional as far as, like, they hold everything in the game very well. But also make playing the game easier or setting the game up or taking it down easier. I, like, spend a – I don't spend a lot of time doing that, but I spend more time than anyone else probably does.
1: It's true. He likes cutting little pieces of foam and making little dividers.
0: And then sometimes I'll do that and I'll have one done and then later be like, you know what? I think a better way of doing it and I'll just do it again.
1: And then we never play the game.
0: (laughs) We play the game occasionally, very rarely.
1: I feel like I'm always thinking of projects I'd like to do, but I'm bad at doing them. Is that ADD? Maybe. Okay. Tell us more about the Garden Man. I don't know that there's a lot that we haven't told you, honestly.
0: Yeah, so we'll set the stage really quick one more time for everybody. Our back window looks out into this, like, little bitty courtyard, which, honestly, I don't think it was meant to be anything. It's just, like, a strip of lawn that is just, I think it was meant to be nothing. It was just, like, that's the property over there, and there's a little bit of grass. But this man turned it into a garden, like, over the last, like, three years, planting a bunch of stuff and, like, putting out chairs and, like, painting the chairs. And so he's, like, made it into, like, almost like a terrarium or something. Like, like
1: It's, like, nice, but it's also kind of too much.
0: Yes, it's too much. It's kind of gaudy, but he goes out there every day, just about, and like, we're struggling to figure out our hobbies. This man has all the hobbies. yes, he paints he, he juggles, juggles.
1: he doesn't juggle. He tosses a drink shaker and wine bottles as if he's learning how to flare a bartender.
0: He plays the flute, he meditates.
1: he plays a tambourine.
0: he plays weird music, like flute music, like from speakers. He also sometimes plays guitar, sometimes electric guitar late at night. He
1: pretends to be a rock star and like acts out the singing, kind of mouthing It's like on. a
0: microphone stand he brings outside. He does yoga.
1: He wears a head scratcher on his head.
0: It Just leaves it on there.
1: I think he works as some sort of medical professional. He often comes home and scrubs. He's got a dog that he ties up while he does this, and an old woman who I don't think he knows comes and dances with the dog and feeds the dog, and he seems annoyed with her, But I I don't know their relationship.
0: Yeah, it's so weird. And there's also a woman who lives above who hates this man. She hates the gardening that he's done. She's complained to other people about it. She plays music very loudly to the point where it's like, is it, can you hear in your apartment?
1: She's also been known to lotion herself naked in front of the window. Yes. While blasting like pure moods to call the neighbors to watch.
0: Yeah, it seems very much like, please watch me do this. It's, It's bizarre.
1: That hasn't happened in a while. Sometimes we should tell them about the pet cemetery down the street.
0: Yeah, we'll save that one. Uh, and then the other last person is there's a guy who used to be working on a jingle who would play the same like forty five seconds of a jingle, blasting it through the neighborhood because it's in this little courtyard. Like it all echoes. That got better after I confronted him at his apartment. But <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I, it was too. It was insane. It was insane. It was insane. Uh, But the garden man, we don't know what his deal is, and we're afraid to talk to him. We don't want him to know where we live.
1: Oh, he used to cut people's hair. He would, like, have men come in the garden and cut their hair. That hasn't happened in a long time either. Yeah,
0: I don't know what's going on, man. Speaking of little men, (laughs) that guy's not little. Uh,
1: He's not big.
0: Someone asked us to tell them about Kurt. Have we had him since he was a kitten? Adopted? How many tricks does he know? You saw him high-fiving on a live stream. Okay, we adopted him from Craigslist because we're trash people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we got him for free on Craigslist.
0: We got him used.
1: He was like four months old when we got him right around Halloween. We almost named him Boo.
0: We should have named him Boo.
1: We should have named him Giles. This is our biggest regret currently, but I didn't know that I would love Giles. A couple steps back. He's on Craigslist. I I think it's a man who like finds them outside and rescues them and then gives them to people after he's given them their shots and fixed them and stuff.
0: So yeah, Kurt was born on the streets. This man scooped him up, gave him the shots, gave him a microchip. He took him
1: to a vet. <laughs> he didn't do this all in his apartment.
0: <laughs> he took him out to his courtyard somewhere, cut his hair, gave him shots.
1: <laughs> <laughs> his name was Chuck.
0: Kurt's original name was Chuck.
1: We're pretty sure he had a couple siblings that got taken first, but Kurt's the cutest cat in the world, so I can he only sucked. imagine how cute the other two were. Yeah. But yeah, we we had all of these names that we wanted to name a cat that we had been planning for, like, years of our relationship before Kurt was part of our lives.
0: Caveman.
1: I really want to name a cat Caveman. Um, Troll. Brian and I, very early in our relationship, bonded over the movie Troll 2. so We always wanted to name a cat Troll.
0: Those are the two I remember, Troll and Caveman.
1: Um, Monmoot was from a book you liked. Monmoot. I think we liked the idea of Voldemort. That's right. There were others. Um, But then when we got him, Boo popped into our heads. which We call him Little Boo all the time now, anyway. And he kind of looks like a little ghost. Yeah. He's white with two little black dots on his head. But both of us were like, he's like a little man. Yeah. He needs a man name, which I kind of hate people names for pets because I'm like, you can call it anything. Why would you give it a human name? But he looked like he needed a little bow tie. He just was a little man. I went to work that night, I think. cat didn't have a name yet. I was bouncing off names with my coworkers. I come home and you pitched Kurt after Kurt Vonnegut, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Or Kurt Russell, both?
0: Both of them, yeah.
1: And then a friend of mine pitched that we should obviously call him Kurt Cat, which I'm shocked we didn't think of. Yeah. We're very punny people. But we don't really call him Kurt Cat. We call him Kurt.
0: Unless he's in trouble.
1: Yeah, then he's Curtis, some other kind of middle name, Cat. Oh, popcorn is another thing we regret not calling him. Because mm. he loves popcorn.
0: He knows a bunch of tricks. He knows how to high five. He knows how to shake. He knows how to stand up on his hind legs. That's up. He knows, he how, knows to how to sit. That's it. Those are the, his tricks.
1: Well, no, he knows hands in, which is where you just hands put in. your hand on the ground and he puts his hand on it. Yeah. And then he also knows other, which is just switching hands for many of those, like high five and shake and hands in.
0: And this isn't a trick, but this is something he does. Every single night, we trained him to do this. Every single night, we get into bed. Uh, we push off in a little raft. And then...
1: <laughs> he used to want to play before bed. Yes. Like, he would go nuts. So we were like, let's just give him treats in the bed. So we trained him to follow us to bed for treats and he would be more calm, which led to me getting him to lay down on top of my stomach to get the treats. And now he basically demands that. <laughs> he'll like go to bed and wait for us to come and like doesn't understand I need to lay down in order for him to get on top of Yeah, me.
0: he'll like try to start getting on you before you even lay down or like <laughs> he'll be like upset that you're not in the bed.
1: Yeah, he it's he needs it now.
0: Yeah, he also knows that you're the one that ends up giving him the most treats, so he'll stay on my tummy until you get down on the bed, and then he's like, yeah, whatever, Brian. Goodbye.
1: And sometimes he'll stay and purr, but often he's, like, out of there as soon as the bag is closed. Kurt's the nicest cat. Like, he's not at all aggressive. He's very brave. When people come over, he's, like, not shy. He's very friendly, but he is not affectionate.
0: Unless he's hungry, and then he's momentarily affectionate.
1: Yes. The only time he really wants to snuggle is if it's for food or if we've been gone a long time.
0: I was going to say, if we've been gone, he does get affectionate. It used to be when I came home from work, he would spend time with me.
1: Yeah, that's one thing I miss because like before COVID, we'd be gone most of the day, like one or both of us. So whoever came home first usually got a little snuggle, but now he's just like over us and generally prefers to be in a separate room. Yeah, but he's also very not aggressive at all.
0: No, I'm like never afraid he's going to, because we actually lived with a cat that was very aggressive and like cut me yeah, and like uh, swiped at me with his claws and like cut my skin and stuff. But Kurt, I, I'm never afraid he's going to do that. Like he'll bite you enough to let you know, like, I'm not a fan of what you're doing, but like won't break the skin or anything. And he doesn't do that even often. I mean, only that's if you're like,
1: like touching him and he doesn't want to be touched.
0: Yeah. Like you're doing something that's annoying him and he'll like slightly bite you to be like, no, I don't do that now. But like, I mean, even when he does that, I'm like, this is, I know this is almost a play bite. It's not.
1: Painful. he would never just like attack someone at random no
0: even when he's gotten mad at me he's never like swiped at me
1: yeah he'll swipe to play sometimes. like he'll try to hunt you almost but even then he won't use his claws
0: yeah he like knows not to use his claws
1: do y'all think of getting kurt a sibling dog cat or otherwise someone also asked can you please name your first kids either buffy and angel or luke and Lorelai? well i think we already established we would go giles if we were naming i can't imagine naming a kid
0: buffy if we had a kid i'm i i do not know I like the name April. What? What?
1: <laughs> Get out of here. Go back to where you were.
0: <laughs> That's a cool kid's name. What about you? <laughs> What'd you name your kid?
1: Dawn. <laughs> the question is, do you all think of getting Kurt a sibling, dog, cat, or otherwise? Um, yeah. We almost got a second one around the time we got him. I think we had another appointment
0: to see yeah, a Yeah, someone was throwing out a cat, and we were like, is that clean? And they were like, yeah.
1: <laughs> I think its name was Pancake.
0: That's, yeah, that's right.
1: But we, like, canceled. I don't know. At some point, we'd actually tried to get that same friend who pitched Von a cat. We tried to mm-hmm. take a cat from him that he didn't want. But that cat did not like it here. And we were like, no, thank you. You can yeah. have it.
0: It's also tough because back when we got Kurt, I feel like another cat was, like, going to be a... That was going to be a financial decision we had to make, too.
1: Right. It's just, like, twice the cost for food and everything. And we wanted to see how one went first.
0: Yeah. But we've thought about it. If we... See a cat that we really like. We have thought about bringing in a cat. I do want to get a dog someday. I don't think we'll be doing that in New York. I think having a dog in New York, you can do it. But to be good to the dog, you've got to have the right time.
1: Yeah, you either have to have the money to pay someone to take care of it when you're not home or you have to have the time to take care of it
0: because it's yeah.
1: a lot of people have them. It's just um, I can't imagine having one in our apartment and having the time to like walk it a bunch and stuff. Yeah. I do think Kurt would be fine with an animal. We've dog sat and he had really no qualms. Yeah. Because introducing two cats can be a whole thing. But I think if we were to move to a different apartment, that would maybe be a good time to get another cat. Yeah. As far as otherwise, do they mean a baby?
0: You mean our kids? Yeah. Oh.
1: That might be uh, something we answer with this next group of questions. I'm not particularly interested in naming an animal Buffy, Angel, Luca, or Lorelai. I'm not ruling out anything from the show, but none of those names are super... My cup of tea. What about you?
0: No, I don't like those names for a a cat.
1: I think actually Angel was a name we considered for cart. Yeah. But this was pre-Buffy.
0: Okay, there's another question here. Interesting. Lots of people want to know, do you two want to get married? Have kids? When are you getting married? Are you guys getting married? Buffy slash Halloween themed wedding? JK, kind of.
1: (laughs) That was more than one question combined. No, was it? But there were a few (laughs) of that inquiry.
0: Uh, What is the next question?
1: That was the next question.
0: <laughs> Those are good questions. I don't know. Keep listening to the podcast.
1: <laughs> Stay tuned.
0: Okay, let's address kids first. Um, Stacey and I have discussed having kids. And as of right now, I don't believe, and you feel free to tell me I'm wrong, that we want to have children.
1: Yeah, I feel like I personally haven't 100% ruled it out. But I've just never felt the call for it to be time. And again, I, financially, that's like a whole thing. We didn't know about having a second cat. I don't know that I have ever been in a position to afford a child. But yeah, just other reasons. I, I feel like the world is kind of crazy right now, and I would be hesitant to put a child in it.
0: Yeah, and I, I have my own reservations about, like, I don't know, what kind of father I might be. I, I don't know. It's uh, It'd be
1: great. It's
0: tough. So I, I, as of having kids, my plan is, like, I, as Stacey said, I haven't, like, ruled it out. Like, it could never happen. But it's definitely not on my to-do's.
1: The main reason I think I would want one is because
0: we could name it Lorelai and Luke.
1: <laughs> no, we could name it caveman. No, um, <laughs> I love you so much and I love us so much. And I would be curious to see what that looked like. Something we made together. Yeah. But yeah, I just like the fear of being bad at it, too. is kind of scary. Or not bad, but just that's a lot of pressure to make a person have a life.
0: And what genes do we need to pass down, really? Like, yes, if we had a baby, it would have the best bubble butt imaginable.
1: We both have great butts.
0: But terrible eyesight. We'd have one kid with a very long torso, long legs, and one kid with small torso, small legs.
1: This might also be the time where we have to show them how different our bodies are.
0: We have different bodies, guys. I'm all torso, you're all legs.
1: I wasn't sure what we'd post on social media this week, but we've got all kinds of ideas.
0: Cars and butts. (laughs) Hobbies. Okay, do you two want to get married? Uh, It's a complicated question. My view is that marriage is just a social construct that is like, hey, government, do you want to be involved in our relationship? And uh, I don't know that I need to involve the government in my relationship. I don't see what purpose that serves. And I sort of actively don't like the idea that you would need to register your love with the government. And I don't have a religious reason to be wed.
1: Yeah, I basically feel the same. We're not likely going to break up. I think we're each other's people.
0: Yeah, you're my person.
1: You're my person. But yeah, it is just kind of a decision if we want to declare that in writing, I guess, because it, it doesn't necessarily need to be. Uh, there are reasons to, as far as like taxes and
0: Yeah, but for me, stuff. those reasons, personally, those reasons are almost reasons not to, because it's just like the government... And religious institutions and society being like, do this thing, because that's what everyone does. It's important that you do it our way. And it's like, well, you you don't tell me what to do.
1: If you guys have a solid argument for why we should get married, let us know. Uh, Recently, though, Brian got that new job with better insurance that I could get on if I want, as we are probably just de facto domestic partners at this point.
0: Yeah, we have to sign some paperwork, but yes.
1: And the way Brian brought this up to me was he was just sort of casually brushing his teeth before bed. He was like, know yeah, it could be the metro of if you sign some paperwork. I was like, this is what every girl dreams of. <laughs> just a mouthful of paste. You want to sign some paperwork, baby?
0: <laughs> you got to sign that paperwork, babe. <laughs> Get that thing on your shoulder looked at.
1: But yeah, we love each other. We're just sort of weighing if we need Joe Biden involved.
0: That's the thing is I want Joe Biden involved. Uh... <laughs> If Joe Biden shows up, I'm in.
1: Here's another hard one, Brian. What are both of your long-term goals professionally?
0: It's tough. I mean, there was a time where I was like, I want to be an SNL, but that seems impossible.
1: It seems hard, but it's it's also right there. Like, yeah. it's you work in the building where it I happens. And,
0: and we've had friends that write for it.
1: Yeah, we, we know the people. We know a lot of people that write for, like, the late-night talk shows.
0: And I've opened stand-up for several of the people that are on SNL. I've opened for Colin Jost. I've opened for Alex Moffat.
1: Andrew Dismukes.
0: Yeah. Forgot, yeah. Andrew wasn't a cast member when I opened. for him.
1: Yeah, he was a writer. But yeah, it's, it's right there. It's in our grasp. Obviously, that would be a very cool thing. What I would love to do is write for a show, like a sitcom or something. My own show that I've developed. And I don't know if I'm the most talented actor in the world. It'd be great to be on a show. I always say I want to be Tina Tina Fey. Like, she's probably not, like, the world's greatest actor either, but she's very funny. She's written some great shows that she's got a huge part in the development of. I think that's what I would like to do, like, develop my own yeah. television show and be in it and maybe movies and have you be in them because we're funny together.
0: I mean, I just want to do comedy. That's what I want to do. Like, yes, in a in a perfect world, I'm on SNL. I'm also, like, a household name because I'm on stand-up. But, uh, I mean, that would be, like, a dream job. But really, I just want to be doing comedy for a living is what I would like to be doing. Whatever way that shakes out, that's what I would like to do.
1: Yeah, I I think we're both just like creative people that are always coming up with ideas, but we want to make comedy for people. Next question, Brian?
0: Have you been surprised at the response to your podcast? Also related, what surprised you most about the experience, either the shows or the podcast?
1: I was hoping it would go well. Like I was confident that it was a fun concept and that enough people would be fans of both shows and would find us entertaining. And I think I think we at least met my expectations. I mean, ideally, I was like, we're going to get famous from this, which I don't know that that's happened. There's two more seasons. We'll see. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I'm definitely pleasantly surprised with the amount of people that are excited about it. It's it's kind of a weird feeling knowing that there's like thousands of people expecting the podcast.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised by how many people I, I knew that you and I were funny. And so I was like, we'll probably make a fun podcast. But I am surprised by how many people are into the podcast, quite honestly. It's a lot. And it's surprising.
1: I just had no idea how to go about getting the word out. But some of you found us immediately. I don't exactly know how. That's something I'm always interested in hearing. If you want to drop us a line and let us know how you found us. I mean, really, I think the biggest answer to that question is TikTok, which is a little surprising. (laughs) We kind of just started making some goofy TikToks. And then there's the one that's probably the reason a lot of you are here with Jess's handwriting, being in the margins of Rory's book and it all just says omelets, it got like three million views. And I think we've had a couple other get in the million views since then. But every time something like that happens, we just get like a ton more listeners. So that was that was probably the most shocking part of all this. The beginning of the pandemic, I was very skeptical of TikTok. Then my, I found myself getting it and scrolling through it. it. Cut to like a month later. I'm like, why is my account banned? I need the manager. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> Just like my relationship with TikTok has been wild. So yeah, I think our TikTok, I don't even want to say success. There's people that are hundreds of times bigger on TikTok as we are. Yeah. But the times that videos we posted have really hit is always like, whoa, what is happening?
0: I'm really pleased that you guys find us entertaining because we find ourselves entertaining. And I'm glad somebody can let us know we're not insane. <laughs> i mean we are insane but
1: we're not insane
0: stacy isn't real guys <laughs> just do <laughs> two voices
1: okay and lastly there were a lot of questions about what we're going to do next when these shows are over is that goodbye or would you do any other episodes slash podcasts are you going to do another podcast after this one ends what are your plans for the podcast after you wrap season seven hoping you'll continue with two more shows have you considered reading fanfic for the pod You guys should review season eight of Buffy the comics when you watch the Gilmore revival. It's meant to be a continuation of the series and it's wild.
0: We have plans. We have rumblings of ideas.
1: Yeah, we definitely want to do something. Don't worry. We're not going to go away.
0: We're definitely going to tackle A Year in the Life. I don't know how exactly or what it will be paired with exactly, but we will tackle that.
1: Yeah, I I think we'll finish Angel on our Patreon as we've been doing. Yeah. But yeah, we're definitely going to watch Year in the Life, whether that's just on its own or paired with something with Buffy.
0: We've also toyed around with the idea of maybe doing some YouTube content by going back to the episodes and re-watching them again and doing short YouTube like distillations of the podcast.
1: Like, Yeah, watching the episodes again, having seen the whole show, both of yeah. us, and maybe also like just us on the side re listening to what our perspectives were before we yeah. knew it. Maybe that's only interesting to us, but... Honestly, editing the podcast is a lot of more time consuming than doing a video. I think would be yeah, and it would be cool to do this again with two other shows. I just don't know that there are two other shows that would be like quite as magical. We haven't no. discovered that yet. We kind of joked about Special Boy Meets World, in my heart. <laughs> but there isn't. I, those would be the two shows: Dragon Ball Z and Boy Meets World. I think is yeah. the best we've come up with.
0: But that's still it's not near the same sort of impact as Z shows.
1: Yeah. Probably what we would do is watch some other show neither of us have seen together or something. I, I don't know. We, we could do another podcast. There's no inspiration has really struck us yet. But maybe it will. But this YouTube idea is probably our strongest idea so far. Yeah. We want to do more with like our movie reviews too. We used to do a bunch of those on YouTube and then we've recorded a bunch we've never released. It's just been like hard with the podcast, but we liked doing those. And I think now we'd be able to produce them better. We were kind of learning all that stuff
0: before. Yeah, so we don't know what it'll be, but it'll be something. And we'd like you guys to come along with us on our journey.
1: Yeah, if you have any suggestions for two shows that would be as magical as these two are together, let us know. We'll think about it. I think that's all our questions. We will be back next week, kicking off Season 6. If you want to watch along, we'll be watching Gilmore Girls Season 6, Episode 1, New and Improved Lorelei.
0: As well as Bob the Vampire Slayer, Season 6, Episode 1, Bargaining, Part 1.
1: In the meantime... Be sure you're following us on social media.
0: We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Gilmore Slayer, where we post interactive questions, comedy sketches based on each episode, and more.
1: Or send us an email at brianandstacyreviews at gmail.com, brian with a Y, Stacey with an EY.
0: For more bonus content, find us on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash Stacy, where we post weekly video recaps of the show Angel, host monthly live stream watch parties of Buffy and Gilmore Girls, post monthly podcast outtakes, and share early extended episode previews.
1: And shout out to our new Patreon subscriber, Rory.
0: Mm. Hey, Rory. Is it you? Is it
1: Rory? For more non-podcast content, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, also called Brian and Stacey.
0: If you want to support the podcast, you can do so by making a donation of your choosing via the link found at the bottom of our episode descriptions or in our social media bios.
1: And if you like what you're hearing, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and in return, we'll give you a shout-out on an upcoming podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed getting to know us a little more.
0: Yeah. I want you guys to know that you have a Very small, special place in my heart. There's not much left, but there's, there's a so little, much in your
1: heart. There's this,
0: like, yeah. And honestly, I gotta go to the doctor, so it's good I'm on <laughs> this insurance.
1: <laughs> you could just sign a couple quick papers and you be on his insurance.
0: My heart's gonna give out. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.